please be advised that the content of this show is for adults 18 and older due to mature topics and subject matter. Welcome all to another exciting episode of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Here's your host, my lovable ex, Jazen in Las Vegas. Hi everyone, Jocelyn with you here, Romantic Truth Las Vegas. I hope everybody's doing well today. I know I am, keeping it real. What we're going to talk about today, folks, are the 20 most common lies people will tell in respect to a relationship. And this is what we're going to go into in particular. Now, there are a plethora of reasons why people lie. And many times, they are not really thinking about the outcome of the lie. They start it, and then they get to a point where they have to figure out, okay, A must equal B, and B must lead to C, and well, you could just tell the truth, A to Z, without any problems. Now, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. Because I've seen a lot of nonsense out there. You know, these people that would be on uh, these shows and talk about how they could tell when somebody's lying, they could look into their eyes and all this other crap. I was watching a show a while back and they were testing this person's uh, ability to do this that was pretty much out there claiming that they were very good as far as... uh, picking out jurors and some of these lawyers would hire this person to come in and to see whether or not their client was telling the truth before they went to trial. And this person didn't have quite such a good record. And they had a little test run with about four people. They only got one right. Now. The reason why I say this in particular is because as people, we think that we are some gifted individual that can tell when somebody's lying based on their actions, based on the way they look up to the left and all this other stuff. There are some people that will look dead in your eyes and lie to you. I've had that happen to me many a time, where the person swarping down that everything they said was legit and purposeful and my dumb ass believed him because I thought that I was a human lie detector I could know everything just like that guy did that they proved wrong well I wound up just like most other people got it wrong the person had bullshitted me just like it bullshitted everybody else so let's go over some of these matter of fact I put 21 in here instead of 20 the first one they do this to measure up. A lot of you ladies face this a lot with men. In a sense that you may tell him something or you may he may see something in your profile about what you're looking for in a man. Well, he's going to try to become that. He's going to turn into a chameleon and he's going to try to be that thing. Now, as you know, it's not going to last for long because it's not him. It's not authentic, it's not original, he's improvising. So what's gonna happen? You're gonna figure it out sooner or later. 
And most of these people who are chronic liars like this know this. So what they try to do is they try to expedite the relationship as much as possible before they get caught. They want to see how far they can go before they get caught. Can I sleep with her before she finds out? Now, ladies, you do this too. The guy may say something to the effect of, well, I'm only looking for a woman who doesn't have any children. He may have that in his profile. Meanwhile, back at the Batcave, what you've decided to do was to leave your kids with your parents. So that you may not want to tell them you have children. Most women are kind of proud of that. It's like a badge of honor. But the stretch marks are proven. And they have no shame in being a mother. But this also tells you the inclination of a woman who does this, she's more concerned about her future than bringing her kids along. Fellas, that's a red flag. A woman will usually let a man know her package. It's not gonna be a situation where she's gonna be of the opinion that, hey, I come first, fuck them kids. Rarely will you hear that. I've only heard it a few times in my dating life. And in both cases, that I can remember right offhand, the mother was overwhelmed. Didn't have any private time to herself. I'm not justifying it. But what I am saying, if a woman literally tells you, literally lies to you and tells you she doesn't have children when she does, that's the biggest red flag you could possibly get. The other thing, they lie to feel better about themselves. To not feel like a failure. So they may brag about things that they really haven't done, but what it does, it makes them feel better in their failure. Tough thing. You know, those guys that said they were a Navy SEAL at 38 and that kind of thing, and that they were in the FBI and CIA, those kind of guys. A lot of you ladies face those guys. And what you have to realize, what they're trying to do is to make up for all the shit they didn't do in life. Either because they were too lazy, too scared, had no intentions of it. Like the one guy told the lady, she found out that he was not a Navy SEAL. And he said, well, I do play Call of Duty. <laughs> so, it depends. They want to fit in. Ladies, you run across this a lot with other women. They will tell those lies in order to fit in there, to be part of the conversation. It's all about getting the stamp of approval, getting some form of affirmation of being accepted because they feel like an outsider and a loser unless they lie to get in. Instead of going in on their own merit, that's one thing that liars do. 
They don't like going in on their own merit because what they don't like doing is being accountable and responsible. The next thing, they want to identify with something that's larger than they are. And the best way for them to do it is to go in lying. And so by doing this, name dropping, you hear a lot of people do this, especially in LA with celebrities and stuff like that, they'll, they'll name drop because this is their way of establishing credibility and their way of identifying and their way of trying to put themselves at a status higher than you. Give me a break. The next thing, they do it for status, which correlates with what I just mentioned. Oh, they have to be above everybody else and have to look over the crowd of peasants and plebeians and say, I'm one of you aristocrats, when actually they're not. The next thing. They don't look at lying as being important. It's no big deal to them because they've done it so much that it's part of their everyday lifestyle. So they don't look at it as an encroachment on anything. They don't even look at it as an insult to someone's intelligence. You're just supposed to accept it because they believe it. And it's a very big danger in believing your lie. Because some people believe it so much that they think it's true. Let me give you an example. There was a friend of mine that had this friend of his that I really didn't care for that much. And what this guy would do, he would have all these pictures of these beautiful women. And we never saw him with one. You know, they were always busy out of town and all this other stuff. We're like, oh, okay. But he would always love to brag about it. Well, we were out one night at the club. And you know how they have the photo booth where you can take pictures with someone. And he had taken pictures with this one woman in particular. Didn't know at the time she was married. But she did it more like a nicety or courtesy type thing because he asked her to take the picture. Well, of course, you know, he had it in his wallet and he pulled it out and he said, yeah, you see her? Yeah, she and I used to date, blah, blah, blah. Oh, cool. Well, we're thinking that they have a rapport of some sort. And so he goes over to the lady. That lady treated him like he was a dirty dishcloth. And told him, look, I just took that picture with you that day. Uh, we, you know, we're not in a relationship. He tried to hug her and all. And we just... Turned ahead. I said, he's your friend. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's, he's got that, that issue. I'm like, yeah. Keep him on your side of the fence. That's your friend. And you'll run across people like that. The other thing. Deflecting. They will use it to deflect. You get in an argument with them or a conversation with them of some sort and they want to change it, they'll deflect. 
they'll come up with a lie. But they have to be accountable. Now, we need to talk about you hanging out late at night with your girlfriend. You know what? You're badgering me. I don't want to talk about it. You're being misogynistic. It brings shit in there that's not even relevant to the issue. You're talking about why she was out all night with her girlfriend. And she's telling you about your misogynistic. You're gaslighting me. She's trying to deflect. You know, ladies, like the guy does when you catch a thing. Honey, she means nothing to me. Oh, yeah, she did for about 30 seconds. At least until that nut went from you. <laughs> yeah, it meant something. Now, if you busted that nut, it probably didn't mean anything, but at, from coming from your sack out the, out the head, it meant something to you then, because you didn't want her to move out of that position until it all got out of you. Ladies, that's one thing to always remember if you catch a man cheating. That other woman, he gonna say she didn't mean shit to him. She meant something to him for 30 seconds at least. In that position, as all the little sperms get up there at the starting gate, on your mark, get ready, set. And then the starter pistol went off and they started running. He better hope like hell one of them didn't make it to the egg first. All right. The next thing. They use this to deceive. Now, in this case, they'll use this so that you won't need to know certain things. They're deliberately trying to avoid you because they feel as though you, you don't need to know that. So let me lie to you. Ladies, you do it all the time. You know, I got to go to the restroom. You go to the restroom on a date, what are you doing in the hallway? Calling your girlfriend to come pick you up. Or making up an excuse to leave. Let's face it. That's what happens. Comes with the territory when it comes to dating. Deception. The next one. Compromise. Now, this one you have to watch. People lie about compromises all the time. Many of you have had compromises made with your partner and then they reneged on the compromise. And it's like, wait, wait, wait a minute, you agreed to this. And then they start giving you the technicalities. No, I agreed to this under these terms. It's their qualifier to get out of an obligation. And people perfect that very well over time. And then it gets to a point that you lose confidence. And see, that's one thing you have to realize if you're dating a liar, and I have dated plenty of them. What will happen? You can't believe anything they say. You can't trust them. And the sad thing about it, many of them have some good sex. All of the female liars I've had in my life, one thing that they could do good, it was like they could fuck for peace. They knew, I mean, I'm not gonna kid you. That was one attribute they did have. Because they knew that that was the weapon in order to keep things kind of lost over. I'll give him some pussy that's gonna shut him up and he's not gonna ask me any more questions about the lie I told him. 
Damn it, it worked a few times. Until I had to catch on. Because I'm going to tell you, ladies, you don't know it. Some of you ladies, you're so good that you put the man in a coma. You start forgetting shit that he was supposed to remember. <laughs> what were we arguing about again? <laughs> mm-hmm, got his ass. All right, the other one. A compromise is a big one because you guys could go and sit down and agree to something. It doesn't matter whether you do it in front of the pastor because some of you think because I'm bringing this heathen to the pastor or to uh, some sort of counselor or therapist that they're going to kind of become moral all of a sudden. Nope. They're accustomed to doing this in front of anyone. They're not going to change for you. Are you kidding me? You just have to deal with it. Now, patronization. They use it to patronize. You know, ladies, you're telling the man he ain't shit, you're talking about him like a dog, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And he's patting you on the back as you tear this other man down. He's not into you. The only reason why he's with you in agreeing with you is because you're tearing that other man down and ruining his opportunity to be with you and he's trying to make it where he can position himself to do the same thing to you that you probably accused the other guy of trying to do to you. So, he's not your friend. He's just a guy that's going to try to wiggle his way into you as well. Now, the other one. They lie sometimes to become friends. You've seen this. People would hang around others. There was a person that used to hang out at the club that used to do that. And what they would do is they would have a conversation with a person in a person's entourage and try to get in that way. And even though he's not technically a friend with anybody, the assumption is this person is part of their group until they figure it out, until this person starts ordering drinks and putting it on the tab and that kind of thing. They're like, whoa, wait a minute, what, who the hell are you? And there's some people that do that. So you have to watch it, especially you ladies. Those guys will do it in order to get next to you. Well, I'm so-and-so's friend. And the only thing he's done is said hello to so-and-so. And he's going to use that little interaction to act like he's her friend. To give him credibility to come over and start a conversation with you. Always check with your friends before you start accepting other people that claim that they're friends of your friend. It's an old trick people used to use. Guys used it all the time in order to get next to women. The other thing, they lie to forget the past. They want to erase the past. You can't because the past is your present and it's going to be part of your future because you've experienced it, it's going to go with you. You can deny it, block it out of your head. It happened. And you find this a lot with people that have been 
abused in the past and that kind of thing and they want to forget it. You try to block it out of your mind. Nope, it's still there. And here's the reason why you know it's still there. Because you can be triggered by certain things that will bring it up again. You can't unexperience an experience. You can try to block it out as much as you want to. You See, when you try to block something out, what you're doing is you're filling it with filler. You're deliberately filling, filling it with things that you have to put in there. It's not natural. So you preoccupy yourself with things that will consume time that you would have available to think through things. So by doing so, you feel as though, okay, it's blocked out. Then all of a sudden, you get pissed at yourself because there's one thing that you experience that may trigger it. And it's like, fuck, I'm back to square one again. Then you got to catch yourself. You can't unexperience things. The next thing. There are people who will try to hide the past. Now, these people are usually not denying their past, unlike the first one. They're trying to hide their past because they don't want others to find out. They already know and they're already okay with whatever had taken place in the past or they dealt with it in their own way, but they don't want anyone else to know. This right here is one of the major components of the X factor. This is the reason why a lot of people kind of hold off on that one thing or several things that they don't want their partner to know about. Because it's going to ruin everything. And as I told you before, if they expose you to something that will put you in harm or danger, physical harm or health threats or something like that, and they hold off and they don't tell you until after you meet them, they haven't prepared you for it prior, you don't need to date that person just to help you out. Because if that person has a restraining order against a crazy boyfriend, but yet hasn't told you about that and you go on a date, and crazy boyfriend followed you guys from her house or followed her from her place to the establishment and makes a scene, and she knew about it the whole time. She put you in danger. So what else will she hide? Same thing for you fellas. You might have a crazy baby mama. Or you could have a communicable disease that you haven't told them. You could be walking around with COVID and you know you have it. And you go on a date with someone. At least show them the respect. Don't lie to them. Tell them the truth. And omission is just as bad as the commission of a lie. Not telling is just as bad as not saying anything. The other thing. Now, as I told you, I'm not a saint. I'm not a moralist. I'm just a human being like everybody else. They also lie to hide feelings. People do this, men and women. 
women will hide their feelings through silence usually. Especially if she doesn't feel comfortable, can't really express herself, or she has a man that's gonna overtalk her or talk her down. And what makes a person go to an extreme, like for instance, a woman that may be a moderate, she may start out that way in a relationship. She becomes an extremist when it gets to a point where she feels as though she cannot be heard. She feels as though not only is this man like that, but some of the other men she has dated has been like that. And then this is what helps her form that opinion and helps her go on that side of the fence where men are bad, men don't listen, men don't do this, men don't do that. Same thing with men who have bad experiences with women in that same context. And they start, women are this, women are that, women ain't this, women ain't that. And so you have these two people that diametrically opposed. Okay. The other thing. They avoid accountability. They will lie and say it's somebody else's fault. This is one thing, as I told you, I'm no human lie detector, nor is any one of you. But one thing that I can pretty much count on is this. If you see a person and you go out with them and every relationship that they reveal to you, they've been the victim and they never take accountability for their part in the demise of the relationship, it was always the other person's fault. You're dealing with a Trumpism. You're dealing with a person that will never be accountable. They will always blame someone else. It's going to always be somebody else's fault. Try having a relationship with a person like that. You won't get very far. Let's go on. Now, they will lie to project blame, shame, and guilt. So if they get caught doing something, if they get caught in a lie, they'll even start crying in some cases to make it feel like you're bullying them. But what they're doing is they don't want to be accountable. So you're the big bad wolf. And they might have some exaggerated claims. You're the bad guy. Because you're going to hold them accountable. You ought to be ashamed of yourself holding them accountable. You ought to be, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't feel the way I am. I'm upset now. Because you're making me accountable. You should be feeling sad for me. Because after all, I was happy and wonderful telling my lie. And now all of a sudden, you're making me feel guilty and make me feel ashamed and make and trying to blame me for things. I just wanted to have a joyful relationship and I don't understand why you're ruining it. As soon as your dumb ass go, I'm sorry. I apologize. Inside they're grinning. Got him. Because once they got you on that level, they know then that's going to be my go-to. The only thing I got to do is every time I get caught in a lie or something, I'll just make them feel guilty. People do it all the time when they get caught cheating. See, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be with this other woman. If you were the right kind of woman for me, 
I would never have to go outside of my marriage and my relationship. So it was your fault why I'm with her. Now, if you were any kind of woman, maybe you should take some lessons from her so she'll know how to so you'll know how to keep a man. She does. Having to make me, your husband, go out and be with another woman in order to be satisfied. You could have provided everything for me that she did. See how I use blame, shame, and guilt in that argument? In order to make the woman, the very wife, feel blame, shame, and guilt. Even though I was at fault. I put it on her. And what she's going to try to do? She's going to try to do better. Especially if she's weak with low self-esteem. See that woman that's going to hold him accountable? She's going to be the first one to push back and say, Oh no, you ain't putting this on me, brother. Nope. Either we go to counseling or we end it. With the caveat, if we go to counseling, our relationship's going to change immensely, which means I'm not going to trust you again, which means that you're going to have to be more accountable on your time, where you are, and I'm not going to sit here and micromanage you. You only have one more time to mess up, so now if you do decide to do that, enjoy it. Please enjoy it. Please don't even come back home. Enjoy it. Stay with her. Get her pregnant. Whatever it takes. While I go file the divorce papers. And get the alimony and child support and we sell all the property and the assets. But if she falls for the blame, shame, and guilt, he knows he's gotten out every time he gets caught. Because if it works once, it'll work again as he sees it. The next thing. Exaggerated claims. They use this to exaggerate. Got to make it worse than it really is. Now, why do they do this in particular? They do this for attention. They do this in order to take all the oxygen out of the room and focus on them. You'll find people that have uneventful lives that will do this on a regular basis because they got to exaggerate claims in order to get the empathy from the people. Now the problem with this is that they do it so much until it's like, here we go again. And then there are some people that didn't learn that actually genuinely have bad experiences like Maurice, the guy that was talking about how he was over at the woman's house and the two women were there in their underwear and all that. He exposes himself to that shit. Because he likes the low-hanging fruit. He likes women with low self-esteem. That he can actually sleep with easier. That's his niche. But the problem is he complains about it. That comes with the territory. Complaining they're going to do a damn thing. The other thing, they lie to control. Now, the interesting thing, you will find a lot of liars that are trying to control you, they will omit certain things. They've already worked on other things with other people. You're the last one to find out in a relationship. 
So, for instance, I'll give you an example. There's an invitation that's been extended to you and your partner to go to a dinner party. They know in advance. They haven't shared that information with you. They might know a week, two weeks in advance. But they tell you maybe a few days prior. Oh, you know, you need to wear a suit. You need to wear this. You need to wear that. And it's like, well, why didn't you tell me this sooner? How long have you known about this? Oh, don't worry about it. I just found out about it. And then you find out after you get to the engagement that this person had known about it, your partner, for two weeks prior, but didn't tell you. That's the control. They're deciding whether or not you should go with them. They're deciding whether or not they should even tell you about it. They should go stag. And don't let them get to lying about going on trips with the girlfriends or some other deal. And you find out after the fact. Usually, there's always going to be one person, not always, but usually, that will have a modicum of decency to tell you the truth. And usually it's going to be the person that has a liking to you the most. And that person's not going to be your partner. They're more than likely going to be someone that you didn't expect that had a crush on you or that liked you in some kind of way. I had experiences where a lady's sister would tell the truth to me after my girl has told a lie. Because she was so sick of her sister going through people, using them for excursions, trips, and that kind of thing. And we were supposed to go up to Solvang one weekend, she and I. And she canceled at the last minute, said she had an emergency. It was her sister that called me and said, there was no emergency. The guy that she used to go with that was in high school with her, she went on a date with him because he's in town. she got tired of her shit. And to this day, me and her sister are the best of friends. We talk to each other every day almost. The decent one versus the jackass I was dating. You run across that. They want to have control of your feelings. They lie about that as well manipulate you will find that most manipulators are horrific liars they have to be because that's the way they make it you look at a lot of these charismatic leaders you have to tell huge lies in order to convince people they don't have to deliver anything the only thing they have to do is make the people feel good at that moment and then they can make up excuses along the way as to why they didn't do things. Oh, it's somebody else's fault. Look at Trump. He's blaming the Democrats for breaking the law. He's the one that broke the law, not the Democrats. But now he's trying to politicize everything, which is a joke. Everybody's laughing. 
because we're seeing entertainment going wrong here. And lastly, <laughs> oh boy, to benefit or cheat, we got two more. Now, people will lie in order to get ahead of the line. This is those kind of lies. Or say that they're on a VIP list when they're not on it. But they'll say it must have been a mistake, etc., etc. They're solely lying in order to get something that they don't deserve. They want to get a benefit that they do not deserve, didn't earn. And that's what they do. That's where they go with it. Undue valor. All right. The next one. Establishing credibility. You see that a lot on TikTok. There was a guy on there that claimed he was a lawyer. And he wasn't. And he was giving all this legal advice. Telling people what they should and shouldn't do. Until he got found out. And he got taken off. You look at what had happened with uh, that lady that was uh, on TikTok about being this uh, parent that everybody admired. And CPS had to come get her kids. After they found out the truth, the kid was had duct tape on him escaping from the house. But these people put that individual on a pedestal without knowing the facts. As I tell you, the best way to establish credibility is by people who already know you. Who know what you're about and who can either vouch for you or tell the truth on you. I get criticism on this show about why are you having your exes do all these different things? They have free reign. They could talk about whatever they want to talk about on the show. I'm glad some of them are participating. The others that are saying, I can never go on your show, it's too embarrassing. Why is it embarrassing? You dump me. If anybody should be embarrassed, it should be me, but I'm not. Because I accepted the fact that you made a choice. If you want to come on the show, you can come on the show. Ain't no problem with that. Because I have nothing to hide in that sense. Because you know what happened, I know what happened, the audience doesn't. And we can hold each other accountable. Because I own my shit. I don't have no problem with that in general. Like I do on this show. If we do the show and something happens, I'll let you know I fucked up. I have no problem with that. What am I supposed to do, go hide under a rock? because it humanizes me because guess what? You make mistakes too. So when I tell you I went to the store and I damn near passed out on heat stroke. Well shit, that was my fault for going to the store when it was so damn hot. That was on me. And I know people say, oh, well why are you sharing those kind of things about you? 
Well, because that's a part of me. No problem with that. Only thing that I won't share with your ass is I'm not sharing a relationship with your current relationship. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope, nope, nope. That's VIP. That's private. That's between she and I only. Mm -mm. But some of you, you give up too much information when it comes down to that. Girl, my man is throwing it down. Your girlfriend said, mm-hmm. See if you throw it down with me. So you fellas be listening to the show? Oh yeah, okay. He he did no, he he no, I ain't gonna do no shit like that. You know, I was thinking about the other night. All of my exes that are, that have come on the show, all of them have been women that dumped me. Weird. And the ones that I dump, they don't want to come on. Except one, I'm gonna have her on. Y'all not gonna believe what I just did. You know that flossing tool that they have? It has a little uh, plastic handle and you can floss your teeth. I got a question for you. Why the hell did they make the middle of the handle where you hold it thinner instead of having the whole thing one size? Because this thing just snapped in hand. Dollar Tree, y'all fucked up. No, <laughs> it, I expected it to happen. It happened. All right, and the last one, folks. Denial. Not talking about the river. A person can use lying for denying. This is the kind of thing. Johnny, did you break the window? No. How did the window break? A rock jumped off the ground and flew in the air, turned around, and ran right into her window. Oh, really? And you didn't have anything to do with the rock? No, I just watched the rock. I said, rock, you don't need to do that. And then the kid look around to see whether or not the mom believes him. So you mean to tell me that's the only way to rock? Well, no, it could have changed his mind and went around the house a couple of times and then went in because then it was going to pick up speed so when it went through the window it wouldn't have hit the woman in the forehead. That'd be the last lot Johnny would tell before he gets his ass whooped. I remember one time I was throwing rocks and I broke a window. Because what I was trying to do was hit this damn squirrel. My mom asked, she said, Son, did you break the window? I said, yeah. Why did you throw a rock at the window? Because I was trying to hit that squirrel. Why were you trying to hit the squirrel? Because he wouldn't come to me when I called him. <laughs> Being a child, you think that way. And at first I thought she was going to spank me, but she just looked at me and she said, mm, just don't throw rocks at the window when you got the window fixed. It was kind of cool but the one thing that I want you to understand folks is 
Lying is nothing more than a long way to the truth. Because eventually truth is just like water. It's going to come through. It's going to seep through. It's going to seep through based on time. As a liar, time is your enemy. It's going to seek. I don't know why I'm saying seek. Sink through. Well, I see why I'm looking at seek. I don't know if you guys um, remember this site. It used to be a search engine way back in the 90s called InfoSeek. Well, guess what? There's this webpage that I was looking at of nostalgic uh, sites of the past. And they have some of the like screenshots of these sites. And I'm scrolling through. And I'm looking here, Lycos is still around. Some of you may remember some of you, MotherNature.com, MySpace. Boy, that fell off, didn't it, after 2003? If they would not have had that music that would intro into your page when you opened it up, I think they would have done well. Where people started putting videos and music, and nobody wanna see all that shit waiting for it to load and everything. But now we don't have those problems because uh, the web is much smoother. So, let's get back to this. Your takeaways. Lying is disrespectful. It's disrespect. I know people are trying to do it to save feelings sometimes, trying to fit in, um, trying to normalize themselves or humanize themselves. But in the final analysis, People see through it. When they see through them, and if you have a collection of them, they feel as though they can't trust you, therefore you have no integrity, and therefore they can't take you seriously. Guys, those of you who got put into the friend zone quickly with some of these women, a lot of times it's because you might have said something that they knew wasn't true, did it. I had a friend of mine who used to always act like he was a doctor. He was no doctor. He worked at a hospital cleaning up bedpans and that kind of thing. And he would try to come across so intelligent wearing his suits and everything and had a stethoscope hanging from the uh, rearview mirror of his car. Didn't understand why CHP would pull him over and give him a ticket for it. Trying to be so important. Well, he messed around and met this lady. And they began talking. This woman was an RN. But she didn't let him know this. And he started talking his medical jargon. And she was smirking the whole time. Because he didn't knew he didn't know what he was talking about. And sadly, asked her for a phone number. She said, there's no way in hell I'd give you my phone number. And he thought he had done such an excellent job. It happens. But fellas, just be yourself. If you don't know something, allow her to teach you. 
listen to her. She takes pride in her knowledge. And it may help you out. Let me tell you something. I learned a lot about removing stains out of clothing and stuff like that. I had these pair of white jeans that I wore years ago. And I had messed around and knelt down beside my car because the tire was low. Not thinking at the time, there was an oil spot right where I put my knee. Sent it to the cleaners. I did everything to try to get that oil spot out. It would not come out, but you could still see. And I didn't know what the hell to do. And the lady said, um, I was talking about it, this one lady I met. She said, well, have you tried OxyClean? I said, no. And she says, if that doesn't work, she says, you could probably put a little Coca-Cola in there and that might work when you wash it. Coca-Cola, what the hell is that? Well, I did both. I don't know what it was. That stain came out. I don't know whether it credit the OxyClean or the Coca-Cola or the combination. I was glad to have my jeans back. I was so disappointed in the cleaners because I thought for sure they'd be able to get it out. They couldn't. You learn things from people. And if you shut it off and she feels as though she cannot express herself, you're only doing yourself a disservice if you're planning on going into a relationship with her. But she may be knowledgeable of things that you have no idea. This is the reason why, fellas, a lot of women put honesty in their bio, not in their bio, but in the uh, area for what they're looking for the guy. Because a lot of men lie to them. And usually it's about income and money and status. Now I know some of you are saying, well, you know, women don't want a broke guy, but here's the thing you got to look at. The women that are looking for a quality man, money is a lower priority. The woman that's looking for money, that is the priority. The problem is the ones that are looking for money, they are in abundance. The ones that are looking for love first in a relationship, they're the ones that are hard to find. Those are the women that sometimes won't even go on dating at. Because they feel as though the only thing they're going to find is a whole bunch of guys that are going to lie to them about how well they're doing. As I told you before, we pulled the, the numbers from the IRS. Only 34.4% of taxpayers made over $100,000 in 2022. The year prior to that, only 20%. And the year before that, about 20% as well. So it's not like everybody's balling. Got a lot of people improvising. Appearing rich. Dating is tough. No doubt about it. But you gotta hang in there. 
And yes, you gotta get past all of the fakes, the phonies, the liars, the cheaters, the all of those people in order to find a decent person. But they're out there. They're going through the same thing you're going through. And the whole thing in this whole maze is to try to meet them at some point. Take care, folks. Talk to you tomorrow. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.